Welcome to Keeping It Real, where we feature entrepreneurs and enterprise leaders who share their great ideas in our guest blog found on shareyourstories.online. Our guest is Renee Vesson, an accounting advisory professional and the founder of her own firm. We're going to discuss how she customizes plans for each client to drive profitability and how important it is to be authentic in whatever you choose to do. Renee joins us from Toronto, Ontario. Hello. Hi, Trish. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really happy to be here. You know, one of the questions that we have received from our viewing and listening audience was for you to actually give us an explanation to an accounting advisory professional, because I think everybody knows what a bookkeeper is. Everyone knows what an accountant is, but they wanted to, to get you to, to for you to give us a little bit more insight into what's an advisory accounting professional. You know what, that's such a great question. I'm so glad it's being put forth. So what I do is, like you said, everybody knows what an accountant does and a, and a bookkeeper does, but we're taking it a step beyond that. So having your books done, that is um, necessary in order to file your tax return. You need that up-to-date information. So that is what we call in the accounting industry compliance, because you have to comply with the law, with the CRA, to be able to do that. But... An advisory professional takes that accounting information that comes from the system, reads it, analyzes it, and then in turn is able to sit down with you and tell you where you're doing well and then where you could improve based on that financial data to drive more revenue, to drive more profit profitability or to cut down on expenses and advise you in that way to make that plan. So that's actually what an accounting advisory professional is versus a bookkeeper or an accountant. You know what, that's a really great service that you're offering. And I know that your focus is on the entrepreneurial community. So maybe you can give us a little bit of insight. You know, we've all had a corporate background before we take the leap from corporate leader into business owner. So what gave you the insight or gave you that little sort of outside your comfort zone push to move from your corporate world into opening your own firm? Yeah, that's, um, that's a great question as well. So one thing about me, like when I was working corporate, I was very much behind the scenes. I was a lot of times in the accounting department of the accounting firm. So almost like doing the accounting for the accountants. But I really wanted to work more hands-on with the business owner and the business professional because I felt that I really do feel that that piece, that advisory piece is what is sometimes missing. Like, um, you know, people, like I said, they get their, their accounting information, but just taking it that step beyond. So I felt like being a little bit more um, integrated or, or working more closely with the business owner um, would give me that opportunity to offer that level of expertise. And so that was that was a big thing for me in, in making the transition. You know, it's almost like you want to make a human connection, right? Because, you know, when you're in a larger firm, um, you know, you, you don't necessarily, as you indicated, have an opportunity to make the connection, direct connection with the client, right? And if you're working in the entrepreneurial community, you almost become part, an integral part of their team, even though you're working on the outside with the numbers and providing them with advice. So how does that connection sort of, how, do, how have you found um, in your practice how that transition has sort of happened where you've 
not only looking at the numbers, but you're providing strategic information to your clients. Yeah. So um, that's another great, <laughs> <laughs> full of great questions. Yeah. So basically um, providing strategic information, like I've, like I've said to you before, like even in our personal life and also in our career, our business life, it's all about relationships. Right. So when you have a client, you're building trust, you're building a relationship, you're a team member. And so when they trusts you to sort of fulfill that role because that's my strength that's what i do that's what i know so that enables them to take care of you know the other aspects of the the business doing like the production part of it is what i call it and so that kind of enables enables me to make that transition it's based on a relationship where they can trust you and the good thing about it is we're dealing with numbers. Numbers tell a story. They don't lie. So that kind That's of makes true. It, Yeah, right? So the, we may not want to know the story. <laughs> absolutely. But it is what it is, right? So then right. they can see it. I can see it. And um, yeah, through that relationship, we're able to, to work together in that manner. So, answer. you know, what's really interesting is entrepreneurs start a business usually as a solopreneur. I mean, it's not very often that they have a large team. We sort of, you know, maybe do the first six months or eight months or maybe even the first year on our own trying mm -hmm. to wear all of the multiple hats, right? And mm -hmm. then eventually we realize that there's things that we really don't enjoy doing in our area of expertise is in something else. So now we need to you know, make collaborative decisions mm -hmm. on who we'd like to hire and connect with to help us you know, with all those various different pieces. So is there a sweet spot in terms of revenue that perhaps an entrepreneur should be currently working towards or striving or having as their goal for their for that particular year in business before they can transition to an accountant? Because, you know, we've all heard the stories of people coming with the shoebox of all, the, all of the receipts, right? And going, I don't know what to do with this, but here's all the bills and receipts from my business for the last year. So what is the sweet spot if you can provide us with maybe a, a rule of thumb before um, the entrepreneur can maybe afford to the services out of an accounting or an advisory professional? Yeah. Um, so what I would say, first of all, before you start a business, and I get the fact that, like you say, you start as a solopreneur, um, funds are limited, but it's always best, even if Ideally, the sweet spot would be start right from the beginning, because okay. when it comes to you want to be able to maximize your deductibles, like what you can write off, you want to be able to sort of see where you're going and have that guidance. So that would be 100% ideal. Now, let's be realistic. That's not always the case. Like, you know, funds could be short and so on. So what I would say, though, is when you're setting up, still consult that professional, maybe get some basic training on the software oh, that's a good idea where you're going to allocate those transactions and maybe have somebody review it monthly quarterly you know to cut down on costs so at least you're on the right track, track. there's mm -hmm. not like i wouldn't say bam um when you reach x amount of revenue just because every industry is different every business right. is different everybody's situation is different right. but i would say that yeah right from the beginning is ideal and if you can't do that then get some training get some consultation services to get you on this the right track and get some reviews you know periodically monthly quarterly if you can't do that but you know something right away to get you on the right track having said that that if, if you haven't done that you want to do that as soon as possible it's never too late to start 
You know what, that's really great advice because I think that, you know, we're a little trepidatious, I think, when we start our, I remember way back when, when I started my first company, you know, and mm -hmm. I thought, well, I have to do it all because I've only got a limited amount of funds and until the sales start happening, um, I'm not going to have the revenue to pay for other experts and their experience. So you, you muddle along and you're absolutely right. If you had had, an, if I had had an opportunity to meet with someone such as yourself who could have given me some insight into, you know, what accounting package do I, do I buy? You know, what, which one is going to be easy and meet my needs in terms of, you know, how to understand where to, you know, plug and play with all the numbers. And if I could have met with someone quarterly before I made the leap to hiring someone, you know, on a more full-time basis, that certainly would have eliminated a huge amount of stress. Oh, hundred percent. Right? right. Because I mean, you don't, you don't know what you don't know. I mean, That's right. no, none of us can know everything. None of us can be That's an expert right. in every area. It's just like we, you and I've talked about, we really do need each other. I know like something that you say that I absolutely love is collaboration over competition, but like we're really stronger together when we collaborate. And so yeah. absolutely. And I, I, I do feel the plight of that solopreneur. So I do want to help and work with people in that spot. So that's, absolutely what I would recommend, you know, that's you really start. great that, you know, that's really great advice. And I'm sure folks from our viewing and listening audience, you know, in the, in our interview will be a connection to your story so that they have an opportunity to um, directly connect with your website and then, um, you know, send a DM or, or an email to you to make that connection. So in terms of giving folks advice, so, you know, we're just coming out post pandemic and lots of folks um, have had and experienced a lot of challenges. I don't know many folks who saw sales increases, certainly in the entrepreneurial community, most folks were experiencing challenges. So is there, is there, and some of those folks have those loans, you know, that they've taken um, on the part of the government and I'm sure that there's grants that are even available that, you know, folks don't know about. So could someone approach you to sort of say, okay, Renee, this is my situation. This is what's happening. Um, I know that you provide advice. Can I take, you know, an hour or two of your time, give you an overview of my business, and maybe you can connect me with some of the grants that are available or maybe update my computer system or something like that. Is that a service that you would be able to offer someone maybe on a one-off? Yeah, 100%. There's a, a couple of things like on our website, we have what we call a COVID recovery document. And so some businesses, as we know, unfortunately, really had a hard time during the pandemic. But the good news is we can turn it around. Things are opening up now. We're kind of going back to normal. And um, there's a lot of things that can be done. Like we have a, a, a system, like a step process to guide businesses through that. So that's one thing. And another thing too, that's really exciting is the government is actually encouraging. What they did was they had um, a study and they realized that Canadian small businesses were a little bit behind some other um, first world countries like the US and so on when it comes to implementing technology into our business. So the government is offering grants to help us do just that. So that's super exciting. And I'm thrilled to be able to help small business owners, you know, go that route and take advantage of that, because some of these grants are, you know, pretty substantial. So, so well, yeah. and they're hard to navigate, right? If you've never it done is. it before, you have absolutely no idea even how to fill out the application. 
or how much money is available to you or how much you can actually ask for. So um, that's, that would be really um, a, a wonderful connection, um, you know, to your point about collaboration over competition. What a wonderful way to be able to connect with someone who has all the skills and experience that you can tap into with a phone call. You know, you can have a, a few hours um, either on Zoom or whatever other profile or platform that you may uh, like to use because I'm sure you know, we, we, I have found one of the really wonderful things is now nobody's afraid to, to make connections online anymore. No, it's true. Right? There I was mean, a time where people kind of were, but things. Have yeah. So that's a really wonderful, um, you know, adjunct to the, to the pandemic is it's now quite acceptable for us to reach out to folks and say, let's jump on a zoom call yeah. and, and talk about things. So that's really taken and demystified. Um, the, the travel time or the yeah. locations that we may be in. Um, yeah. So I really love that, that you, you have are offering things in also the full service, of course, of your business, but you're giving folks an opportunity to tap into your firm, get to know you, build the trust and the credibility, and then who knows where that may lead, right? Yeah. You, then you have the opportunity to turn that into a full-time venture if you wish. Absolutely. So it's, it's um, now is a, a really good time. I mean, it, as much as like we went through the pandemic and that had its challenges, now is such a great time to, to um, reinvigorate business. Yeah. Exactly. And move yeah, forward, for onward sure. and upward, you know? So I want to ask you a little bit about authenticity, because mm -hmm. I know that sometimes that's a word that's perhaps overused. But if I can share that any of the interviews of the folks that I've connected with post-pandemic, one of the things that we're all talking about is reevaluating our goals, taking a look at where are, we would like our businesses to be in the next three to five years. And I find that there's a shift to sort of being perhaps a little bit more authentic. So if I was to make a connection with you and your firm, because you seem to have this wonderful balance between your priorities for your business and the priorities for your family and personal life. So share with our viewing and listening audience a little bit about your own um, sort of mantra or mission about how you connect the dots between those two things. Yeah, that's, that's, um, that's a, a good thought as well. You know, it, it's funny, like growing up, um, my dad used to always say about me that, you know, you, you play hard, but that's okay because you work hard. Work, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And my dad was, you know, a corporate group, like nobody worked hard like my dad growing up. So, you know, but um, I've always, like I, like I say, I do value relationships. Like I would never, um, and it's very important to me to maintain that because that's kind of what keeps keeps me grounded and keeps me going. But at the same time, there is um, a satisfaction in, in a job well done. And so they're both very important, but I have seen people um, sort of not keep things in balance and it, it, it really hasn't been good. Like their health has suffered, the relationships have suffered. And so, you know, while, while it is important, I'm, I'm definitely an advocate of, of, working hard I just feel that it's it's something that you like we all have to kind of decide what's really important to us in life like right. what do we value and sort of build life around that so that we can feel good you know yeah. emotionally mentally physically all of it 
And, you know, I think that's a really wonderful um, visual for people to sort of look at, take it as a sphere, um, you know, and sort of say, okay, we're juggling all these different balls, right? Um, you're going to help people with the numbers. You're going to help them see perhaps the, the vision of where they'd like to go. But we also have to remember that there's a life that needs to be supported by what it is that we choose to do for a living. So I think you've got a really wonderful balance there between being able to advise people on where they see their future, but also giving them the reality check about where they are. Because mm -hmm. I think that's really important for every entrepreneur, right? Yeah, 100%. 100%. We want to be... Um focused and driven in our businesses, but we don't want to let um, other things fall through the cracks, right? Right, right. Now, one of the things that we do in the guest blog is we ask folks to share three words of advice. And your three words are you do you. Yes. So give us a little bit of insight into, as to why that's important to you and how it can apply for our viewing and listening audience. Because I believe in our careers, we need to play to our strengths. Right. So whatever um, it's kind of like you and I've had conversations about the fact that we all have things that we're, we're good at and things that, you know, we know a lot about and then other things not as much. And so when we're um, in our careers, like you do you is pick something that plays to your strengths if you're good with people or if you're not. And if you're if you're good, you know, sitting behind a desk and really being analytical, something that plays to your strength. And I really believe that this philosophy is not just in our careers, but it spills, spills over in life. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Sometimes um, we go through life and, and we try to be what people think we should be or, you know, but there's nothing wrong with we've all been given personalities that are different and there's no wrong personality. So I really believe in just authentically being who we are and that will, that will come out in every aspect of our lives, including our careers. That is so true. And I really want to thank you for um, demystifying and providing us with a little bit more insight into uh, the advisory work that you're doing from an accounting perspective, because it can be scary for lots of people. But I think that you've really given us uh, something to think about and demystify, um, you know, the things that were perhaps outside our comfort zone and really maximize our strengths. So thank you so much for sharing a little bit of what you do in your firm and how your perspective is on business and working with entrepreneurs. Thanks, Trish. Thanks so much for having me. I've really, really enjoyed being here. To you, our viewing and listening audience, I'd like to thank you for joining us in this edition of Keeping It Real, where we introduced you to the person behind the logo. I'm Trish Tonai, founder and host for the series. And if you're interested in sharing your business story, visit our website at shareyourstories.online. Thanks again for joining us, and we look forward to meeting you next time when we share another great idea.